Sahih al-Bukhari. This is a collection of hadith by Imam Bukhari. The English translation is by Dr. Muhammad Mursin Khan. This audio is narrated by QNS Academy. Sahih al-Bukhari, The Book of Patience. Chapter on the saying that sickness is expiation for sins and the statement of Allah, whoever works evil will have the recompense thereof. Quran, chapter 4, verse 123. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, the wife of the Prophet, peace be upon him, Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, said, No calamity befalls a Muslim, but that Allah expiates some of his sins because of it, even though it were the prick he receives from a thorn. Narrated Abu Sayyid al-Khudri and Abu Huraira, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, No fatigue, nor disease, nor sorrow, nor sadness, nor hurt, nor distress befalls a Muslim, even if it were the prick he receives from a thorn, but that Allah expiates some of his sins for that. Narrated Kaab, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, The example of a believer is that of a fresh, tender plant, which the wind bends it sometimes, and some other time it makes it straight. And the example of a hypocrite is that of a pine tree which keeps straight till once it is uprooted suddenly. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, The example of a believer is that of a fresh tender plant. From whatever direction the wind comes, it bends it. But when the wind becomes quiet, it becomes straight again. Similarly, a believer is afflicted with calamities, but he remains patient till Allah removes his difficulties. And Al-Fajr, an impious wicked evildoer, is like a pine tree which keeps hard and straight till Allah cuts, breaks it down when he wishes. See Hadith number 7466, volume 9. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, if Allah wants to do good to somebody, He afflicts him with trials. Chapter on the Severity of Disease Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, I never saw anybody suffering so severely from sickness as Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him, I visited the Prophet, peace be upon him, during his ailments, and he was suffering from a high fever. I said, You have a high fever. Is it because you will have a double reward for it? He said, Yes. For no Muslim is afflicted with any harm but that Allah will remove his sins as the leaves of a tree fall down. Chapter on The people most prone to trials are prophets, and then the most pious people, and then the less pious, and so on. Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him, I visited Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, while he was suffering from a high fever. I said, O oh, Allah's Messenger, you have a high fever. He said, Yes, I have as much fever as two men of you. I said, Is it because you will have a double reward? He said, Yes, it is so. No Muslim is afflicted with any harm, even if it were the prick of a thorn, but that Allah expiates his sins because of that, as a tree sheds its leaves. Chapter on It is Compulsory to Visit the Sick Narrated Abu Musa al-Ashari The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Feed the hungry, visit the sick, and set free the captives. Narrated Al-Bara bin Azib, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, 
ordered us to do seven things and forbade us to do seven other things. He forbade us to wear gold rings, silk, debaj, istabrak, kisi, and methara, and ordered us to accompany funeral processions, visit the sick, and greet everybody. See Hadith number 5175. Footnote. Debaj, istabrak, and kisi are different kinds of silk. Methara is a kind of cushion. Chapter on to visit an unconscious person. Narrated Jabir bin Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him. Once I fell ill. The Prophet, peace be upon him, and Abu Bakr came walking to pay me a visit and found me unconscious. The Prophet, peace be upon him, performed ablution and then poured the remaining water on me. And I came to my senses to see the Prophet, peace be upon him. I said, O Allah's Messenger, what shall I do with my property? How shall I dispose of, distribute my property? He did not reply till the verse of inheritance was revealed. Chapter on the superiority of a person who is suffering from epilepsy. Narrated Atta bin Abi Rabah, Ibn Abbas said to me, Shall I show you a woman of the people of paradise? I said, Yes. He said, This black lady came to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and said, I get attacks of epilepsy and my body becomes uncovered. Please invoke Allah for me. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said to her, If you wish, be patient, and you will have enter paradise. And if you wish, I will invoke Allah to cure you. She said, I will remain patient, and added, But I become uncovered, so please invoke Allah for me that I may not become uncovered. So he invoked Allah for her. Narrated Atta that he had seen Umm Zufar, the tall black lady, holding the curtain of the Kaaba. Chapter on the superiority of a person who has lost his sight. Narrated Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him, I heard Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, saying, Allah said, If I deprive my slave of his two beloved things, that is, his eyes, and he remains patient, I will let him enter paradise in compensation for them. Chapter on the Visiting of Sick Men by Women Umm Ad-Darda visited an Ansari man who was sick in the mosque. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, when Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, emigrated to Al-Madinah, Abu Bakr and Bilal, may Allah be pleased with them, became ill, got a fever. I entered upon them and asked, O my father, how are you? O Bilal, how are you? Whenever the fever of Abu Bakr got worse, he would recite the following poetic verses. Everybody is staying alive among his people, yet death is nearer to him than his shoelaces. And whenever the fever deserted Bilal, he would recite two poetic lines. Would that I could stay overnight in a valley wherein I would be surrounded by Idkhir and Jalil, two kinds of good-smelling grass. Would that one day I could drink of the water of Majana, and would that Shama and Tafil, two mountains at Mecca, would appear to me. Then I came and informed Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, about that, whereupon he said, O Allah! Make us love Al-Madinah as much or more than we love Mecca. O Allah, make it healthy and bless its mud and sa' for us and take away its fever and put in Al-Jufa. See Hadith number 1889. Chapter on to visit sick children. Narrated Abu Uthman. Usama bin Zayd, may Allah be pleased with him, said that while he, Sa'ad, and Ubay bin Kaab were with the Prophet, peace be upon him, a daughter of the Prophet, peace be upon him, sent a message to him saying, My daughter is dying. Please come to us. 
The Prophet, peace be upon him, sent her his greetings and added, It is for Allah what he takes and what he gives, and everything before his sight has a limited period. So she should hope for Allah's reward and remain patient. She again sent a message, beseeching him by Allah to come. So the Prophet, peace be upon him, got up, and so did we, and went there. The child was placed on his lap while his breath was irregular. Tears flowed from the eyes of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Sa'ad said to him, What is this, O Allah's Messenger? He said, This is mercy which Allah has embedded in the hearts of whomever he wished of his slaves. And Allah does not bestow his mercy except on those among his slaves who are merciful to others. See Hadith number 1284, Volume 2. Chapter On to Visit a Sick Bedouin Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, went to visit a sick Bedouin. Whenever the Prophet, peace be upon him, went to a patient, he used to say to him, No harm will befall on you. If Allah will, it will be an expiation for your sins. So he said that to the Bedouin who said, You say an expiation? No, it is but a fever that is boiling or harassing an old man and will lead him to his grave without his will. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Then yes, it is so. See Hadith number 3616. Chapter on to visit a sick mushrik. Footnote. Al-Mushrikun, polytheists, pagans, idolaters, and disbelievers in the oneness of Allah and in his messenger Muhammad, peace be upon him. Narrated Anas, may Allah be pleased with him. A Jewish boy used to serve the Prophet, peace be upon him, and became ill. The Prophet, peace be upon him, went to pay him a visit and said to him, Embrace Islam. And he did embrace Islam. Al-Musayyib said, When Abu Talib was on his deathbed, the Prophet, peace be upon him, visited him. Chapter on, if one visited a patient and when the time of salah, prayer, became due, he led the people present there in a congregational salah, prayer. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. During the ailment of the Prophet, peace be upon him, some people came to visit him. He led them in salah, prayer, while sitting, but they offered salah, prayer, standing, so he waved to them to sit down. When he had finished the salah, prayer, he said, An imam is to be followed. So when he bows, you should bow. And when he raises his head, you should raise yours. And if he offers salah, prayer, sitting, you should pray sitting. Abu Abdullah said, Al-Humadi said, The order of this narration has been abrogated by the last action of the Prophet, peace be upon him, as he led the salah, prayer, sitting, while the people offered salah, prayer, standing behind him. Chapter on Placing the Hand on the Patient Narrated Sa'ad I became seriously ill at Mecca, and the Prophet, peace be upon him, came to visit me. I said, O Allah's Messenger, I shall leave behind me a good fortune, but my heir is my only daughter. Shall I bequeath two-third of my property to be spent in charity and leave one-third for my heir? He said, No. I said, Shall I bequeath half and leave half? He said, No. I said, Shall I bequeath one-third and leave two-third? He said, One-third is all right, though even one-third is too much. Then he placed his hand on his forehead and passed it over my face and abdomen and said, O Allah, cure Sa'ad and complete his emigration. I feel as if I have been feeling the coldness of his hand on my liver ever since. Footnote. To complete his emigration means to let him return to Al-Madinah and die there rather than in Mecca whence he had emigrated. Narrated Abdullah bin Masood, 
I visited Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, while he was suffering from a high fever. I touched him with my hand and said, O Allah's Messenger, you have a high fever. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Yes, I have as much fever as two men of you have. I said, Is it because you will get a double reward? Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Yes, no Muslim is afflicted with harm because of sickness or some other inconvenience, but that Allah will remove his sins for him as a tree sheds its leaves. Chapter on What a Visitor Should Say to a Patient and What Should Be the Answer of the Patient Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him, I visited the Prophet, peace be upon him, during his illness and touched him while he was having a fever. I said to him, You have a high fever. Is it because you will get a double reward? He said, Yes, no Muslim is afflicted with any harm, but that his sins will be removed, annulled, as the leaves of a tree fall down. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, entered upon a sick to pay him a visit and said to him, No harm will befall on you. If Allah will, your sickness will be an expiation for your sins. The man said, No, it is but a fever that is boiling within an old man and will lead him to his grave. On that, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Then yes, it is so. Chapter on to visit a patient riding, walking, or sitting with another person on a donkey. Narrated Osama bin Zaid. The Prophet, peace be upon him, rode a donkey having a saddle with a fadakiyah velvet covering. He mounted me behind him and went to visit Sa'ad bin Ubadah, and that was before the Battle of Badr. The Prophet, peace be upon him, proceeded till he passed by a gathering in which Abdullah bin Ubay bin Salul was present, and that had been before Abdullah embraced Islam. The gathering comprised of Muslims, polytheists, that is, idolaters and Jews. Abdullah bin Rawaha was also present in that gathering. When dust raised by the donkey covered the gathering, Abdullah bin Ubay covered his nose with his upper garment and said, Do not trouble us with dust. The Prophet, peace be upon him, greeted them, stopped, and dismounted. Then he invited them to Allah, that is, to embrace Islam, and recited to them some verses of the Qur'an. On that, Abdullah bin Ubay said, O man, there is nothing better than what you say if it is true. Do not trouble us with it in our gathering, but return to your mount or residence, and if somebody comes to you, relate your tales to him. On that, Abdullah bin Rawaha said, Yes, O Allah's Messenger, bring your teachings to our gathering, for we love that. So the Muslims, al-Mushrikun, and the Jews started abusing each other till they were about to fight. The Prophet, peace be upon him, kept on quietening them till they became calm. Thereupon, the Prophet, peace be upon him, mounted his animal and proceeded till he entered upon Sa'ad bin Ubadah. He said to him, O Sa'ad, have you not heard what Abu Hubab, that is, Abdullah bin Ubay, said? Sa'ad said, O Allah's Messenger, excuse and forgive him, for Allah has given you what he has given you. The people of this town, Al-Madinah, decided unanimously to crown him and make him their chief by placing a turban on his head. But when that was prevented by the truth which Allah had given you, he, Abdullah bin Ubay, was grieved out of jealousy, and that was the reason which caused him to behave in the way you have seen. See Hadith number 4566. Narrated Jabir, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet, peace be upon him, came to visit me while I was sick and he was riding neither a mule nor a horse. Chapter on It is permissible for a patient to say, I am sick, or, oh, my head, or my ailment has been aggravated. 
And the saying of Ayub, Job, peace be upon him, Verily distress has seized me, and you are the most merciful of all those who show mercy. Quran, chapter 21, verse 83. Narrated Ka'ab bin Ujrah, may Allah be pleased with him, The Prophet, peace be upon him, passed by me while I was kindling a fire under a cooking pot. He said, Do the lice of your head trouble you? I said, Yes. So he called a barber to shave my head and ordered me to make expiation for that. See Hadith number 1814. Footnote. Gab was in a state of ihram. Narrated Al-Qasim bin Muhammad, Aisha, complaining of headache, said, O oh my head! Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, I wish that had happened while I was still living, for then I would ask Allah's forgiveness for you and invoke Allah for you. Aisha said, By Allah, I think you want me to die, and if this should happen, you would spend the last part of the day sleeping with one of your wives. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Nay, I should say, O oh my head! I felt like sending for Abu Bakr and his son and appoint him as my successor lest some people claimed something or some others wished something. But then I said to myself, Allah would not allow it to be otherwise and the Muslims would prevent it to be otherwise. Footnote 1 Regarding I would ask Allah's forgiveness for you and invoke Allah for you, here the Prophet peace be upon him wished that he would survive her so that he might invoke Allah for her. Footnote 2 Wa an exclamation meaning, Alas, I have lost my son. The literal meaning is not meant here. It only expresses the distress and discomfort of the speaker. Narrated Ibn Masud, may Allah be pleased with him, I visited the Prophet, peace be upon him, while he was having a high fever. I touched him and said, You have a very high fever. He said, Yes, as much fever as two men of you may have. I said, You will have a double reward? He said, Yes, no Muslim is afflicted with hurt, caused by disease or some other inconvenience, but that Allah will remove his sins as a tree sheds its leaves. Narrated Sa'd, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, came to visit me during my ailment, which had been aggravated during Hajjat al-Wada. I said to him, You see how sick I am. I have much property, but have no heir except my only daughter. May I give two-third of my property in charity? He said, No. I said, Half of it? He said, No. I said one-third. He said one-third is too much, for to leave your heirs rich is better than to leave them poor begging of others. Nothing you spend seeking Allah's pleasure, but you shall get a reward for it, even for what you put in the mouth of your wife. Chapter on the saying of the patient, Get up from me. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with him. When Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, was on his deathbed, and in the house there were some people among whom was Umar bin al-Khattab, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Come, let me write for you a statement, after which you will not go astray. Omar said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, is seriously ill, and you have the Qur'an, so the Book of Allah is enough for us. The people present in the house differed and quarreled. Some said, Go near, so that the Prophet, peace be upon him, may write for you a statement, after which you will not go astray. While the others said as Omar said, but when they caused a hue and cry before the Prophet, peace be upon him, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Get up, leave me alone. Narrated Ubadullah, Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with him, used to say, It was very unfortunate that Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, was prevented from writing that statement for them because of their disagreement and noise. See Hadith number 114. Chapter on Whoever took the sick boy to someone to invoke Allah for him. Narrated as 
My aunt took me to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and said, O Allah's Messenger, my nephew is ill. The Prophet, peace be upon him, touched my head with his hand and invoked Allah to bless me. He then performed ablution, and I drank of the remaining water of his ablution, and then stood behind his back and saw Khatam al the seal of prophethood, between his shoulders like a button of al-Hajala, a button of a small tent, which some said, egg of a partridge. See Hadith number 190. Chapter on the Patient's Wish for Death Narrated Anas bin Malik, May Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, None of you should wish for death because of a calamity befalling him, but if he has to wish for death, he should say, O Allah, keep me alive as long as life is better for me, and let me die if death is better for me. Narrated Gas bin Abu Hazim, We went to pay a visit to Khabab, who was sick, and he had been branded, cauterized at seven places in his body. He said, Our companions who died during the lifetime of the Prophet, peace be upon him, left this world without having their rewards reduced through enjoying the pleasures of this life. But we have got so much wealth that we find no way to spend it except on the construction of buildings. Had the Prophet, peace be upon him, not forbidden us to wish for death, I would have wished for it. We visited him for the second time while he was building a wall. He said, A Muslim is rewarded in the hereafter for whatever he spends except for something that he spends on building. Footnote Regarding except for something that he spends on building means if he spends too much needlessly. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. I heard Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, saying, The good deeds of any person will not make him enter paradise. That is, none can enter paradise through his good deeds. They, the Prophet's companions, said, Not even you, O Allah's messenger? He said, Not even I, unless Allah bestows his favor and mercy on me. So be moderate in your religious deeds, and do the deeds that are within your ability, and none of you should wish for death. For if he is a good-doer, he may increase his good deeds, and if he is an evil-doer, he may repent to Allah. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, I heard the Prophet, peace be upon him, who was resting against me, saying, O Allah, forgive, excuse me, and bestow your mercy on me, and let me join with the highest companions in paradise. See Quran, chapter 4, verse 69. Chapter on the invocation for the patient by the one who pays a visit to him. And Saad said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, came to visit me and said, O Allah, please cure Saad. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, Whenever Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, paid a visit to a patient, or a patient was brought to him, he used to invoke Allah, saying, Take away the disease, O Lord of the people. Cure him, as you are the one who cures. There is no cure but yours, a cure that leaves no disease. Chapter on The Performing of Ablution by a Person Who Pays a Visit to a Patient Narrated Jabir bin Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet, peace be upon him, came to me while I was ill. He performed ablution and threw the remaining water on me, or said, Pour it on him. When I came to my senses, I said, O Allah's Messenger, I have no son or father to be my heir, so how will be my inheritance? Then the verse of inheritance was revealed. Chapter on Whoever Invoked Allah to Remove Epidemics and Fever Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, when Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, emigrated to Al-Madina, Abu Bakr and Bilal became ill, had a fever. I entered upon them and said, O my father, how are you? 
O Bilal, how are you? Whenever the fever of Abu Bakr got worse, he used to say, Everybody is staying alive with his people, yet death is nearer to him than his shoelaces. And whenever fever deserted Bilal, he would recite two poetic verses, Would that I could stay overnight in a valley wherein I would be surrounded by Ithkir and Jalil, two kinds of good-smelling grass. Would that one day I could drink the water of Majana, and would that Shama and Tafil, two mountains in Mecca, would appear to me. I went to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and informed him about that. He said, O Allah, make us love Al-Madina as much or more than we love Mecca, and make it healthy, and bless its sa' and its mud, and take away its fever, and put it in Al-Jufa. See Hadith number 5654.